On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if a big beefy green beast takes out Superman on the Superman and Lois finale, if the somewhat beefy scrolls take out Nick Fury on Secret Invasion, and if a beefy Wolverine from Jubilee's Fairy Tale is named the best moment ever in the history of X-Men the Animated Series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host of this episode. And today, I have not only some friends here to help me, but I have some co-hosts. That's right. For one night, a trial, one-time-only thing, um, I do have them... We have co-host together here hosting it with me. And before I bring on the first co-host, I would like to remind him um, this is a trial. So let's see how it goes in introducing co-host Ryan. If this is a trial, then I want a gavel. Okay. I want a judge's robe. Okay. And I want to be able to uh, object to basically anything you guys say. Like, I'm going to say I deserve double the Objection! Mm. Sustained. <laughs> Wait, wait, doesn't sustained mean like... I'm the obje- judge and the lawyer. But doesn't that mean like your objection is thrown out, so my point no, was still valid? No, I'm always confused by this too. Overrule <laughs> means it's thrown out. Wait, does it actually? Every time I hear sustained, I have to think like, wait, is that the good one or the bad one? No, overruled is the bad one. Sustained is the good one. Oh my gosh. This changes every SVU that I've ever watched. <laughs> every single one. And I've seen them all, Ryan. Do, ask me about any SVU. I'll tell you the plot of it. Well, I don't think you will, Cass. You don't understand the basic fundamental <laughs> language of the episode. That's why I so. never was like, wow, I thought they were losing that trial. But it w- ended up going really well for them. Um, so this changes a lot of things for me. You've already teaching me something as a co-host. Um, that's one Objection. Point. That's the good one or the bad one? Sustained. No, wait. It's not got to it yet. <laughs> Listen, I'm here. All right, Ryan. Uh, one point. You're on thin ice, though. Uh, other co-host, Caitlin, is here. Wow. I just, as long as I'm not on thin ice, I'm like really. Okay. You're on like currently thick ice. Like a polar oh, bear would hell be strolling yeah. across it oh, constantly. Because like thin ice, not about that. No, it's too. I can't even like put crushed ice in my water cup because it's just, I have like a phobia of it. Listen, I know, I know we're in a bit right now, but what? Crushed ice? Small, what do you mean you can't ice. have the small thin ice in your cup? That's it's the best a, ice. It's a thin type. But that's the good to go into crunch on. Ew. Okay, well, um, what negative well, points are giving you yeah, a <laughs> <Sustained>. big... <laughs> <laughs> she threw a big ew at me. That's a negative point as a co-host here. Her trial is not going great. Caitlin, how are you going to make the most of your trial? Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to actually walk around the courtroom all the time. Okay. And I'm going to make sure I go to every single one of the people on the, like the, the people that make the decision. What are they called? The jury. 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 Oh my God. Damn it. (laughs) Um, The jury. I'm going to go to each one of them and I'm going to give them $5 each. That's what I'm talking about. Bribery. And then when I give them $5, I'm also going to give them a lollipop because who doesn't like that? Wow. And then when it's lunchtime, I'm going to give them a hot dog and they're going to always go to me because I'm the cool doggy girl. No, these are all coming from your pockets and you're just casually pulling them out. Cassie, I have a trench coat. I don't know if you've seen, but yeah. it's full of dogs. Yeah. Dogs, oh, cool. pops. Everyone dudes. loves when you pull a wiener out of a trench coat. <laughs> Cassie, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, you put you put bedpans underneath each of the people in the jury. Is that uh, is that for the jury duty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly right. You know what's up. <laughs> My dogs be barking. Um, this intro has given me a fun insight into Ryan and he's very specific about courtroom procedure and terminology. And if we get it wrong, it's a, it's a bad time for him. And objection. This is a a fun fact I've learned about Ryan. What was the other word? Yeah, there it is. (laughs) I'm going to have the bailiff throw both of you out. Ooh, look at he threw another term at us. (laughs) Proceedings. (laughs) Hey, what do you know about that, Ryan? 
You guys seen that viral video where uh, some one of the judge shows uh, the defendant uh, mm-hmm. looks at the bailiff and's like, "What is wrong with you, man? You seem crazy." And everyone seems starts to laugh. Uh, he's not crazy. He's just he has a serious job. He has a serious face. And the guy's like, "No, man, you look like you're about to murder someone." And then it cuts to like months later, he is busted for murdering his wife. Oh, <laughs> guy was totally right about him murdering someone. <laughs> Oh, man, that's good stuff. Um, I would love to talk about courtroom drama with you guys, but we have a big show ahead of us because tonight we're going to be talking about Riverdale, The Walking Dead, Dead City, Gotham Knights, Secret Invasion. We're also revisiting X-Taz, but before we all get to all of that, it's the main event where we talk about the Superman and Lois finale. I'll be the judge of that. On the season three finale of Superman and Lois... Luther is out for revenge and is going about it in the chillest way possible by making Bizarro Superman that's in his basement indestructible so that he can kill Clark. In the midst of all of that, Jordan is starting to make up with Sarah, Henry and Lana go on a date, Kyle and Chrissy are having a baby, and Grandpa gets kidnapped. Taste buds, I ask you. This finale had a great mix of drama and action. Is there one that you were drawn to more? First of all, based on that intro, are we going to have to like... Make this segment 45 minutes? We have yes, so for real. much shit to get into. They uh, packed it in, but it didn't feel like it was too crammed. Like, honestly, all worked in there. I this I don't know about you, Cassie, but watching this, I feel bad making fun of Mike and Caitlin for screaming about this show for years now. I know. Like, every time like they're like, you, this is so good. You got to watch it. And I'm like, I know. I just don't know, like, I just don't fit it in the schedule. And then I watch it in a week and I'm like, God damn, this might be like one of the best things we watch. And I just don't watch it. It 100% is the best show we watch. <laughs> and it's so good. And this is just a prime example. And I don't even think this is like one of the best episodes that we've seen of Superman or Lois that you guys have missed. Um, There's a beefy abomination that gets built. Guys, I'm so glad that they gave you a preview of what I saw last week with this zombie Superman just taking a bite of a rat. Please tell me your reactions to seeing this shit. <laughs> I was like, at least it's not s'mores. <laughs> uh, you bite into a rat before a snore? snore? <laughs> Absolutely. As long as there's no marshmallow or fucking graham cracker. Uh, so, okay. So let's start here with Bizarro. Um, who, do you guys, do, have we talked about, because I don't pay attention when you might talk about the show. Do, you, do we talk about comic book Bizarro? Uh, no. So I was actually going to, I wanted to know from you, like, who is this? Like, what is his globbity glorps name? Like, Tell me, who is this, Ryan? Who, who, this guy's who mysterious. And if, if you're not too busy, what is his phone number? Oh, What's he into? Is he single? <laughs> Who's he normally go after? Uh, Bizarro is notoriously the single worst comic book character in the history of comic books because um, he is the opposite of Superman in every way, which mm-hmm. means... He talks in the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's opposite day, but it's opposite life. And it's really confusing and impossible to do. Um, they have fixed that by eliminating dialogue. Yes. Screenwriters, figure out ways to not write dialogue and your show will be better. I didn't know. I didn't know that if you kill him, what doesn't kill him? No, what does kill him makes him stronger. Yes. yes. Um, I don't know if that's from the comic books. Uh, I also didn't know that he everything will grow but his head. So <laughs> he stays so tiny. So he's not opposite Superman. He's opposite Funko doll. Uh, <laughs> just walking around with the smallest little head. Um, but Jesus fucking Christ. Um, this scene where Lex Luthor and Caitlin, I don't know if this ramped up too quickly or if this mm-hmm. was perfect about how Lex Luthor is like out of jail, drives over to the Kents, and he's like, fuck you, fuck you, I want revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be on the lookout, idiot. Uh, and then figures out Bizarro and mm-hmm. realizes that what does kill him makes him stronger. And then we get to a torture scene. It's like a training montage, but it's a torture <laughs> mon- <laughs> montage. But it, it is set to alternative rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he goes over to On, a boom box. That he's he's been in jail for twenty years, so he pulls out his cassette collection <laughs> and puts on ministry um and tortures him over and over and over again. And it is weird because it is a training montage, mm-hmm. but also makes torture far more horrifying and traumatic mm-hmm. than 
uh, torture scene that we're going to talk about in the poll list. Um, I like this was this was crazy. His like the way he would like it had you know men in the gym energy where they just scream at each other and he was like i need more from you you're not done yet and it's like he's literally dying i was like this is insane and what it is is like because it's not the comic book bizarro with the big gray face it's uh what's his name uh brandon routh is who that... plays superman oh tyler hochlin it's it's tyler hochlin and he is bringing it here. The sadness in his eyes, mm-hmm. you know, his his white glowy eyes is still like, please stop hurting me. I can feel all of this. You know, mm-hmm. just because you come back from death doesn't mean you don't feel the pain that gets you to the death. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of impressive. And the way he did not hold back on any of those screams. Oh, <laughs> my God, Cassie. I'm so glad you brought it up because he's like, Aah! I'm like, oh, my God, this this room. Yeah. While they're filming, just just screaming <laughs> Tyler like. <laughs> Wow. You know, all of his roles, (laughs) all of his roles, he screams a lot because he's good at it. They found they had one role and he was like, wow, this guy can do it. And then ever since then, it's been like in his writer. It was like, hey, by the way, he screams like a motherfucker if you want to use it. Um, So it's like Tom Cruise is the running. Yeah. Tom Cruise has to run in every script and Tyler Hoechlin has to scream. We all have our talents. And it also, he the way that he he would scream and he would harmonize to the death metal in the background. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, the timing, it does seem like, you know, like normally it would be absurd for to go this quick in the story. But honestly, I felt like it moved along perfectly for it. I was like, we, the beginning of the show, we got like all of our drama, our like heart moments, our family moments. And then they were like, now let's let's bring that comic book stuff and honestly like the perfect blend that transition to i love it was perfect the whole like lex luther has been gone for 42 days and it's Mm. like 42 days later and it's it's we go straight back to where we were at the last episode did you guys feel like lex luther he was like he is like the scary guy he he is the villain that we all like know from like comics or did he feel different Well, definitely different. And so then you got to think about, like, what are the core... The hair. uh, ...tributes to, or, like, attributes of Lex Luthor. And it is the hair. Like, that hair has to come off, for Mm -hmm. sure. He is our big bald boy. But also, (laughs) um, it's the, uh, I will not stop until my goal is achieved. And my Mm -hmm. goals are literally, or uh, typically more deranged than other people's goals. Yeah. Um, we don't have the guy in the suit. We don't have the guy at the top of the, you know, the skyscraper like we normally would get. But there's still some Lex here. Mm-hmm. It did have, I hate to compare it this way, but almost like Trump supporter vibes when he was like, you know, when Superman at first approached him and was like, hey, Lois, like, was just doing what she could. Like, how would she have known that you were truly innocent? And he was like, I told her. Like, I went to her and I told her, like, oh, yeah, of course, for sure. If someone tells you that they're not doing wrong, you're just going to believe them. Yeah, where I feel like, you know, like, Smallville Lex Luthor is more, like, um, backstabby and, like, plans stuff out. And this dude is just, like, brute force in your face. My word is everything. Like, all this nonsense. Well, let's be real. Smallville is a small town. And Clark, if we're being realistic about this, is the only non-Trump voter in the entire city. Yeah. Uh, so everybody from uh, Sleazy Kyle to the guy that uh, Clark put on the bar and pinned his arm before uh-huh. to, to Lex Luthor, they're all, they're all waving Trump flags for sure. Unfortunately, it is a red city is what I think. Right. Uh, and... I think that it, it does feel more like it, it, the Lexes in the past feel like Clark met him in Metropolis. And this mm-hmm. is the first Lex, I think, that it feels like, no, this guy is from Smallville. He might go yeah. to Metropolis one day, mm-hmm. but this is a Smallville motherfucker. Like this boy raised on corn, for sure. <laughs> the food and the band. <laughs> um. We talked a bit about, well, since we're already on Bizarro, let's go ahead and talk about the fight. Once they unleash, once as soon as you see him turn into this monster um, who does have shoulder studs for reasons that are unexplained. But, he pulls um, him out at one point. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, how do you guys feel about like this little beast that he created and how they presented him? 
We have a new Bebo, is what I think. That's so insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huggable, <laughs> adorable, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that we've all done a good job at adjusting what we think of when we watch TV special effects, right? And mm-hmm. that's been easier to do as TV special effects uh, get better, as movie special effects get worse for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that the whole thing looked great. Again, uh, the best special effect that this show has is Tyler Hawkland's face. Like, when mm-hmm. he's... Uh, he gets thrown down in front of the group. Like, the city is all there watch, like waiting for an asteroid or something. And he gets thrown down there. And he's like, Jordan, don't use your powers. Everyone be cool, even though mm-hmm. I'm worried as fuck. And yeah. that mm-hmm. face is priceless. But also at a certain point, <laughs> Clark goes, oh, is that the moon? I'm going to punch this fucker to the moon. And it was, yeah! <laughs> it was awesome. I think that, like, just, just going straight to the ending, it's we end with a fight. We get this season finale of Superman fighting Bizarro Superman on the fucking moon. Uh-huh. It's so, like, it's so comic book, but it's so, like, epic. And I'm like, ah! The frame of them going at each other from two different sides. I was like, this fucking see, that's, ass. That's TV to me because movies have to be big and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so it gets to the point where you don't know what's going on. But this show, because of budget or storytelling style, is like, no, if there's going to be a big punch, we're going to slow it way the fuck down mm-hmm. so you can see their faces and you can see how great Hawkland's face is. How tiny Bizarro's face is. <laughs> and then also just like where the punches hit. Like they're they're going at it and it's awesome. The initial fight he has where like he's kind of like introduced to him. Um and it there's this moment, you know, they're going back and forth, and then Clark fucking like throws him, like stabs him with like some in little building. I was like, that is so dark and so kick ass. It was so cool because like you could tell Bizarro has like he doesn't have the brains to like put together a plan, whereas um Superman does. And so he's like, I'm gonna freeze this boy in the water and then throw him up on the spear and stab him. The perfect throw. Oh. A perfect little touch so good. so casually. A, a throw so perfect, I cannot believe Clark didn't say it. Kobe, when he <laughs> threw <laughs> Truly but, a beautiful arc on that beefy boy. Seriously. Right <laughs> he deserved like a stuffed animal for winning like that. It was fantastic. A little Bebo. And, but it was a swish directly onto this pole. And everybody's like, oh, that, that's, that's really good because he's dead. And you don't come back from death. You certainly yeah. <laughs> don't get stronger after and you die. And then he's like, Superman's like, don't worry, everyone. I got it. <laughs> the like landing from him being like, hey, it's all cool from doing this savage thing. It's like this mix of like, I understand you did have to do that, but that is like kind of like a Superman that I feel like not everybody had seen. Uh-huh. And everybody was just like, okay, bet. And this dude is just like bleeding off of like a tower. And he's like, everything's cool. It's all good. I was like, this show is doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to watch my nine moments of the week every time this happened, which is Bizarro dying and then waking up and being like, oh, what the fuck? There's a building in my gut. What <laughs> oh, the my fuck sucks. is this? And then he pulled the way he pulled himself off that building, too, and mm. flew. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. This show is great. It's so good. So we jumped right into the action moments and um, because we were excited to talk about that beefy boy. Let's go ahead and go into like the drama and the family moments that were at the beginning. Um Something that really stood out to me, like stuff that this show does that like I don't think anybody else would, is like um, uh, Lois has been struggling with like intimacy ever since her mastectomy. And this is like a story. This was a whole plot line in this one. And I was like, no other show is going to do this realistic thing. That's all like the her getting cancer at the very beginning. I would never have guessed it would go from the beginning to the end. And like, you'd have to walk through this whole thing with Lois and really show what a super, like superhuman she is for Mm. going through this and being so strong and like going through all this and like all these human things and having her, she's been like the narrator at the beginning of almost every single one of the episodes, like talking about her story and then her story then trickles into the rest of it. But it's been a lot of just kind of the lowest show with Clark and Superman and all these other super things involved. And I think that's what makes his show just so good. Like none, none of the others truly no show is operating at what this is doing. And it's unreal. Um, Like in a lot of ways, I think that this is, what if Ted Lasso was as good as everybody says it was? Uh, <laughs> in that Ted Lasso is sort of like this, this show that stands out among the berries and successions and all the shows that are just uh, 
awful people doing awful things. And I think it's this one. This one's so much more, I don't know, inspirational, can mm-hmm. I say that, than Ted Lasso is because it, the show is just full, filled with all these like learning moments and everybody mm-hmm. wants to teach, but it's not in a douchey way. Like if you, if you have a teachable moment with me, I'm going to fucking just slap you. I'm going to slap <laughs> you in your face. But this with... Is... No, go. Sorry. But here, like... Clark's teaching is it Jordan how yeah. what he did to Sarah is so fucked up. He's like, mm-hmm. it's been three months, dude. Go fix it, and yeah. just there with advice. But then five minutes later, um, this uh, Lois's dad, who when I started watching the show was like basically uh, the Red Hulk, you know, just uh, Commander Dickhead. But now is like, hey, be careful with Jordan because you know that sort of pressure. Trust me, I I, I learned from being a dad like that's mm-hmm. really going to get to him. It's going to backfire. Mm-hmm. And Clark's like. That's really good advice instead of doing what I would do, which is slap the shit out of him if he said that to me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Do you want to raise my son? Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's such a good show. It also has these like on the Ted Lasso thing, like there's these moments of like inspirational family moments that should like all the shows that are like try to do it where it's like this family that's so great together. All the moments are just cheesy, but there's moments of like when they're just excited and they're like, we're taking a trip to Italy. Like Mm -hmm. the dorkiest dad moment of him, like we're going to Italy. And I was like, Uh, this is just precious. That was, that was a weird moment for me because basically Lois says, I'm ready to finally be intimate after all the stuff that's happened to me. Uh, Because it's not just like, a life-threatening disease, but it's an entire body change, and I haven't felt comfortable in my own skin until right now. Uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, me ready, too, talking like Bizarro. And then uh, she's like, you know what? I have an idea. And they fly to Italy. Do the deed. Get back. Uh, and just, by the way, like flying, like going to Italy for any amount of time, that's dorky. Like, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but then get back, and the boys are walking into the farmhouse, and they're like, boys... We have something to tell you. And I thought for sure Clark was going to be like, we did it. For real? We I was had like, sex. Back. We just porked, guys. <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. But no, it's, it's take a family trip because of course. Also, they're taking a family trip to fucking Uncle Tal's house, which has been their sex dungeon for <laughs> the longest time. Kids, don't bring any black lights on this vacation. <laughs> you don't want to know. Guys, that's all they have talked about Uncle Tao's house as. <laughs> oh, no, no one else has gone there except to bang. Oh, it's no. been a bang palace. And Superman and Lois have been there a lot. And I can't remember who else they rented it out to. But I did not know this fact about it. Is, <laughs> so when they said, we're going to Uncle Tao's, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't take the kids there. Uh, we did it there. We did it there. We did it there. We did it there. <laughs> On uh, the wall, on the ceiling. <laughs> Speaking of bodily fluids, I'm yeah. I'm to believe that dirty fucking Kyle shot his dirty jizz into Chrissy Beppo and got her pregnant. What has happened with this show? Of anyone, I would I would expect to be Kyle. This this whole thing of Kyle so instantly like yes, I would love to be um, a dad with you. This means so much to me. Whipped and out an air guitar and just started rocking it right there. Not just like casual, just like a normal human being. And I was like, this ain't Kyle. And then it is Kyle for when everyone is gathered to watch this meteor or whatever that is. Meteor I don't shower. remember what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, excuse me, let me grab this mic so I can propose to her. He interrupts a man as he's talking about science. Jesse. <laughs> a man is talking about science and the meteor shower that's happening. And he's talking about all these great students that helped put this on. Mm-hmm. And Kyle has to be like, no, no, no. You need to stop your job right now, your volunteer job, so I can go propose to this girl over here that I knocked out. You can, <laughs> at the very least, you white trash, sk- underwear skid-covered bitch, wait till he finishes his sentence. He hops up <laughs> on stage in the middle of a sentence. Also, there was so much build time until that man got on that mic. You did that mic was hot that whole time. You could have went up there whenever you wanted. Also, if you know you're going to be proposing tonight, it is a fucking meteor shower. It's going to be beautiful in the sky. Why you, not you do it wait before? till the sky is falling and you can have this beautiful backdrop and someone can take a picture or something? Mm-mm. Come on, Kyle, think it through. He terrible. has never thought anything through. That's true. He's just the Why worst. is it, and I know like many people have uh, pondered this, but why is it the dirtiest, trashiest people have the healthiest, strongest jizz and just keep, <laughs> keep procreating constantly? 
it's honestly the worst thing. <laughs> um, other than that, we do have Grandpa getting kidnapped, and this happens because he was briefly on the apps, met somebody. <laughs> Grandpa got taken because he <laughs> he got catfished by an agent, <laughs> a person who worked for Lex Luthor, the torture s- squad. <laughs> Now, like, we didn't know it then, but if if you rewatch this episode, he's walking around, cock of the walk. Look at me, guys. I'm back in the game because somebody <laughs> likes me. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Do you, uh, did you guys recognize that actress? No. no. She mm-hmm. played Sue Storm in the ill-fated 1994 Roger Corman, very cheaply made Fantastic Four movie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's back. And she's, she's back now. Take. <laughs> and she's back. Fully back. She's fully back, and she's part of Lex's team this time. And working for Luther. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all the big parts, though. Are you guys ready to go to moment of the week? Yes. Um, Caitlin, what do you got for it? Um, mine is when the family, you know, the Kent family is taking a family vacation, and they're talking to Jordan. They're being like, we're going to save a lot of money on air flights, because guess what? We got two planes right here. <laughs> Just pack light. <laughs> And he was going to be mad. He's like, you tell me I can use my powers for vacation, but not to help people. And I was like, pretty good point. Good point. But Cassie, they're helping people. They're saving on emissions. Like there's so many things True. that they're doing. Like I, but the, what, what Clark said was much better than what I just said, but still. <laughs> and then after that, Clark gets so excited. He's like, we could have matching shirts. Yeah. <laughs> we could have matching family shirts. I was like, you fucking dork. Yeah. Clark is... Clark is legit a dork. Yeah. Like he acts like one as Clark Kent and he is one like <laughs> like it's beautiful and I I love I love all the dorkiness that they put in this Clark. He's like I should I should act dorky when I'm Clark so no one guesses my true identity. It's like you don't need to do that, dude. You're you're so fucking <laughs> it's dorky. Fine. It's fine. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he did say to his sons, he was like, "If we're flying to Vegas, I don't need a suitcase. I don't need a. I don't need a bag. I just got this sack." And he just <laughs> grabbed his nuts and said he was gonna fuck his wife the entire time in Uncle Tal's cabin, which was a little <laughs> awkward at the diner. But <laughs> oh my god, guys! I didn't even mention. So they have never. They have always said that this is Uncle Tal's like um, palace, right? Mm. And like they have never said like how they have found it. This episode, they finally revealed like. Like, oh, how would you know, like, Uncle Tal had his had a palace kind of thing? Because no one really knew much about Uncle Tal. Wouldn't they um, call it Uncle Talus? <laughs> Uncle Talus. It's right there. <laughs> um, and this one, the DOD found the address and found that he owned it. So then they just immediately <laughs> took it over. That's what we found out this episode. I good. love that. I love that. The DOD lawyers. That's so good. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what's your moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week has to be the throw out of the building. Like he's so like he, he's. I have a ball in my hand. It's a giant ice ball filled with a Bizarro Superman, but it's a ball, and I'm a dude, and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> go for three from right here. And in case you didn't know, Superman balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so does Clark. my moment of the week along the same lines is just that ending battle and that ending scene like it's such a good way to end a season like just this epic battle this beautiful shot i loved everything about it you didn't feel like it was a little bit like they ran out of screenwriting pages like it was time to wrap up that episode or do you really feel like this was a tailor-made perfect ending because this show was almost fucking canceled i know and that would have been it it would have been it, but at least it felt it felt so comic booky in a rad way that rarely happens in our shows now. I think this show, I mean, even last season, they did such a good job at just giving you such a good ending where it's like, if this is our last, this is like, we're going out on a bang and you're going to wonder what's going to happen and you want to know. But they, they do finales better than any other show that I know. Can, can I ask you show. one more question before we go? John tells Lana... Mm-hmm. That he is leaving town. Yes, which is, it's a classic. Like, I'm a side character. Bye. I uh, mm-hmm. do you think like do you think that's gonna stick? Do you think that John Henry's storyline is over, or do you think that they'll recant that and make him stick around longer? Because his daughter's like think, a part of the family, right? Yeah, his daughter's like a part of the family because I mean, her mom biologically is Lana. I mean, Lo- uh, Lois. Um, but I I think. This was like a like a hopeful for a spinoff or something because mm. um, we have we have a bunch of people in Metropolis right now, 
and they're all like good side characters. And I feel like it could have been a good show. Maybe that's what they were going for. But um, I don't think John Henry was one of our favorite people or like the most interesting storyline. So I think this is just them finding a way to only bring him in every once in a while, not be a season regular. I mean, an argument could be made or researched, but we don't do that, that he was only supposed to be around for six episodes anyway, right? And yeah. he's been around for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, question for you, because we're done talking about Superman and Lois and now talking about a website. What's your big website idea? Uh, my website is, of course, sustainedororoverruled.com. This is, this is important, but explain this to me. You go there, and then underneath the word sustained, it has the definition. And underneath the word overruled, it has the definition. There's literally nothing to click on, nothing to buy. There's no drop-down menus, which maybe I shouldn't do that for the ad. But uh, it just says, these two words, here is their definition. It's like uh, dictionaries, but there's so many words in a dictionary. What if there was only two words in a dictionary? (laughs) But what if you need, like, examples and, like... To know uh, which, when w- you want which one. Sure, that's that's great. Find a different website. This is <laughs> sustained and overruled, and the definitions. Not even sustained versus overrules. It's it's sustained and. Uh, we'll do versus. I like versus because that's more of like a. It sounds like a court case. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So go although ahead. overruled is going to get fucked in the actual <laughs> trial because. Everything they say is going to get shot down because overruled is the bad one, Cassie. It's the bad one. Mm. Yes, bad. Sustained. Yeah. Well, Ryan, the people need to know this because it's very confusing and we're not all lawyer boys like you. So um, I know this website is simple to make, but you're too busy um, studying for the bar. So I know you don't have the time to make it. I'm going to send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net, because they're going to build it for you. And I know this is just two words up on a screen, but if you wanted more out of it, they could do more. That's because they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, not an issue for you. It's two words up there. Maintenance, again, two words. You don't really need it. Backups, let it crash. Throw the two words back up there again. We definitely need security, because what if somebody hacks it and switches the definitions, and now everyone's confused. You're so right. This is this is the job we can only give to cybersprout.net. We can only trust them with this. This is the utmost importance. Um, if you got a website, they'll migrate it for free. They focus on collaboration. They work hand in hand with you. Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's the pull list. It's time for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, the Red Scare has hit Riverdale High, and no, I don't mean everyone got their period at the same time. As the administration is removing comic books from the marketplace to burn them, Cheryl's dad is demanding she rat on her friends for being at an inappropriate party. Meanwhile, Veronica's dad is demanding Veronica tell the FBI that he was in Cuba on a father-daughter trip, so they stop asking him about being a commie. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Who's the only poet slash guitar player slash athlete slash soldier slash bear fighter slash stage actor that can make the Riverdale kids realize the difference between right and wrong? Archie. It's Archie. It's Archie. And somebody hands him a play that he reads. And he reads that play in front of class. Uh, That play was turned into a 1997 film starring Daniel Day-Lewis. And my goodness says Archie pull out the DDL John Proctor when he says my name all I have is my name my name is all I've got you've already taken my soul but my name my name is KJ Appa which apparently is a real name of a real person (laughs) the single greatest actor that we have living today I think so, Ryan. How, I mean, how inspired were you after that? Like, I have said all season that this is the best work that he has done on the show. Um, real quick, side tangent, uh, line of the week. You guys tell me who said this. Uh, their English teacher gets fired for teaching them about you know, normal stuff. And somebody says, what's the dealio with Miss Thornton? I've said that so many times about a teacher. Is that a Jughead? No, it's an Archie. It's it's ah. it's full on Archie. Uh, he's he's amazing. He's just having so much fun here, <laughs> even in his Crucible readings. <laughs> uh, Veronica's dad gets busted with a blonde mistress. 
Uh-oh. Ooh. This is trivia. I don't know if this is obvious or not. What is the name of Veronica's dad's mistress? Candy. No, close. Same Ooh. first sounding letter. Candace. Canelope. Canelope is correct. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, Caitlin. <laughs> but Canelope is correct. <laughs> no, this gentleman um, is the... He replaced Ryan Seacrest on Live with Ryan and Kelly and took over so he could host a show with his wife, Kelly Rippa. So it's mm-hmm. Kelly. Kelly is the mistress. Dang. Wait, they actually put made her name Kelly too, like in the show? Yes. Good. What? That's Riverdale. His mistress. Because I knew <laughs> she's been his mistress before in like past seasons. Oh, yeah. I knew that too, Caitlin. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when Riverdale was hot, they were like, oh my God, his actual wife is his mistress. <laughs> but now you, Riverdale's like, you know, not as what, hot. What do you mean when Riverdale was hot? Yeah, it never lost it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was hot again. <laughs> Again, uh, he fought a bear, so that's when that's when I kind of fell off the the wagon. That's mm-hmm. when you jump on the wagon. What you are you get, talking you about? A fucking bear. <laughs> I think that was like the last time because I I watched it pretty. I watched almost every episode, and then he fought a bear, and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this anymore. Mm, that's all crazy. right, Caitlin. If you watched it so closely, here's the next yeah? trivia question. Okay, Mrs. Thornton gets fired, mm-hmm. and now Archie's poet mentor is gone. <gasps> Who do you think replaces her? Uh, the guitar teacher that he's going to fuck. It's Ms. Grundy. She is back to the school. <laughs> she straight up says to him, uh, just so you know, uh, I, uh, I will help you with the poetry, but also I can introduce you to a poet. That's my husband, the husband that I love, that I fuck, and I will never fuck you. And Archie's like, all right, weird, weird things to say, teacher. <laughs> Ryan, you don't know, but before we recorded, there was some trivia I was doing with her, and um, she really need- she was nailing it, and she was like, I fucking need this. So the fact that you have fed this beast by giving her more trivia that she could kill at the moment. Was it about I'm- Riverdale? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like Bizarro Superman right now. I'm getting stronger. <laughs> Can't stop me. Every death of a wrong answer. Makes me stronger and stronger. <laughs> and then uh, our other plot line is the comic books are very bad. Nobody likes the comic books. Many people are telling me comic books are bad. And so Jackhead and Ethel uh, take the comic books and they start selling them undercover I- at Pops. And it's a full drug ring that they have going. Kids bring in. They say this, yeah. the cover price is 10 cents. I'll give you 15. And Jackhead's like 25. 25 cents. <laughs> The kid's like, oh, no, that's too expensive. Oh, really? Then you don't need it that much, do you? And then the cops come in, and they're like, we hear there's a comic book ring going on. And Jughead's like, whoa, whoa, stop. We're sorry. And the cops are like, no, it's fine. It's actually not that big of a deal. Like, <laughs> It's comic books, bro. Nobody cares, Jughead. Uh, moment of the week time? My moment of the week is uh, Betty Cooper's mom. A ton of terrible shit was going down in this episode from the parents, but Betty Cooper's mom was noticeably absent. Trivia question, Caitlin. Mm. Do you know mm, why? Mm, mm, mm. She died. Just nope. kidding. What? Uh, Pregnant in real life. Um, she no. caught pneumonia. <laughs> caught pneumonia. No. Uh, she catch the black lung. <laughs> Bubonic plague. So you're gonna you pick this path and you're gonna just gonna keep going down it. <laughs> yeah, cancer, I'm on AIDS, it. cancer, <laughs> AIDS. I'm on it. <laughs> Madchen Amick, the uh, oddly named actress who plays Betty Cooper's mom, directed this episode. So oh. congratulations to her. So she couldn't act and direct. Excuse me, I've seen um, Jensen Ackles do that with Supernatural. So like, of good. all of the fucking people yeah, who have directed pools, and acted so at the same time. <laughs> Jensen Ackles is your go-to. It's the only one I can honestly think of. <laughs> uh, have you never heard of Woody Allen? Nope. Don't nah, know him. Uh, no. <laughs> honestly, couldn't tell you one character he played. It's usually Woody Allen. <laughs> Riverdale is Wednesdays on the CW. Our next show is The Walking Dead, Dead City. On the second episode of Walking Dead, Dead City, which I learned is New York City, uh, Maggie and Egan encounter native New Yorkers, and they are rigged. They have rigged weapons made from power tools, and they eat pigeons. Meanwhile, Tommaso calls Crote Van Gogh because he not only has one ear, he's also very cultured. Also, Negan threatens a New York survivor with a shiv made out of a pigeon bone. 
Taste buds, I ask you this. Does this make you wish you watched this episode? Or no. the show? No. Yeah, because I really want to get caught up on Tomas and Crote. I appreciate you. <laughs> you never I, forget that his name there's is Crote. <laughs> so much pigeon shit within this. I understand they're in New York and like They're in New York and it's apocalyptic. So Ho- hold what, on, I have the, a fucking question. Source? Yeah. Washington DC, District of Columbia, Dead yep. City, DC. Mm. Why would it not take place in DC? Mm. Mm. Can't tell Ryan, you. you put too much thought into this um, already, right out the gate. Um, I was honestly surprised when I read through it that Dead City is indeed not just like a place. It's New York City. I was like, oh, I know that place. I've known that one. I've heard of that one before. Ryan, Do you guys think I'm trying to, trying to be more of a Tomas when I'm actually a croat? <laughs> You're so croat, bro. <laughs> He's cultured, you know. <laughs> one ear and cultured. Um, this episode has lots of pigeons in it and people eat pigeons so we've had so far on our show people eating baby cows people eating um rats, rats. and now pigeons mm-hmm. the rats of the sky mm-hmm. oh all this week than, better than s'mores <laughs> that's insane you could make a s'mores with all of that right there Very would you s- like that was that be better than an actual s'mores hey ryan, ryan. hey ryan you like that you'll <laughs> like that shit you want me to fucking I- feed that <laughs> spoon feed that to you put that all stacked on each other and fucking shove it in your face Chocolate Tell to me is actually baby cow, and marshmallow is rat, and graham cracker is pigeon. So <laughs> that's how I eat a s'more when I'm at the beach, at a beach bonfire with my friends. That's what I fucking do. Uh, contact at popfilter.co. Write in. <laughs> Tell us. S'mores are fucking gross, right? Do, you, uh, do, do they call them s'mores, but you want sless? You don't want <laughs> s'more. You want sless? I would rather eat something I'll, called sless. I'll let you have a hot five to get this material out. <laughs> <laughs> the floor's all yours. Objection. Sustained. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> the Walking Dead Dead City is Sundays on AMC. Our next show is Gotham Knights. On the series finale of Gotham Knights, the GK get in a big battle and have to trust each other in order to make it out alive, and Harvey lets his other half free and tries to kill Rebecca. Taste what I ask you. Are you, like, super bummed that Harvey is fully free and the show is now over? No. Uh, Cassie, always ask yes or no questions. So we could just say no, and then we can move the <laughs> fuck on. Move on. I just haven't heard your answer yet. Oh, I'll... I'm sorry. That wasn't that wasn't like no. That was like no, no, like 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 you know when Vader like when he found out that Padme died, he was like no. Yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that in that in that one in the in the in the which in is the like thing. actually like yes. It's like no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I got okay, that. Okay, cool. I got that. That that, that, that was clear. Got the guys. No, go ahead. Do you guys remember that day? I think it was in our text feed uh, where we learned that Superman and Lois was continuing and Gotham Knights was not. Crazy. It was the happiest the chat has ever been. (laughs) I think I actually replied back to that message. (laughs) That one got a response. (laughs) That's how big it was. I think I actually texted back. Gotham Knights was Tuesdays on the CW. It's now dead. Pour one out for the homie. Our last show of the week is Secret Invasion. On the second episode of Secret Invasion, everyone is dealing with the aftermath, the terrorist attack, of the terrorist attack, and everyone is pretty sure Nick Fury has something to do with it. This leads to a meeting between Nick and Rhodey, which doesn't go so great. Meanwhile, Gravik, who used to be a little piss boy, is now a piss man, (laughs) and forces himself to be the head of the scroll table. Taste Buds, do we feel like the first act is here and done, and we're now officially cooking with gas? God, Ryan, couldn't we only hope... I, I'm not going to put, I don't think so. I feel like they can drag it out more somehow, even though we got, we got all the points. We got the drama. We know it all. Um, but sadly, I think every episode is going to follow this formula of 30 minutes, boring politics, nonsense, lectures, and then a little bit of action at the end. Ryan, I was so sleepy after watching this. It was sad. And we have... This was like a 55-minute episode. This is like part of a full movie. We could have cut all of this content down and had like something more concise because this is – I'm tired. It's where too Are we asking like where is our Topher Grace? Where is, where is my fucking Topher Grace? Where's our Topher Grace? Exactly what we're asking. We're screaming out as we watch. And by that, I mean Topher Grace as like um, – What's the black monster from Spider-Man? What's his name? Venom? Yes. Topher Grace is Venom. That's what I want. Yes. That would make this better. Thank you. 
Thank you, uh, Ryan, for adding Topher Grace as Venom in this. I would based on your stumbling, to yes. answer my question, I'll explain. Uh-huh. Uh, Topher Grace <laughs> is mostly famous, I would say more so than that 70s show, for um, editing uh, the Star Wars prequels into one actually good movie. Like, he spent the time and did that. Uh, How dare he? How dare I guarantee he you. Caitlin, <laughs> man, be born older. Like, if you were older, then you would just appreciate actual good Star Wars movies. Um, I, I guarantee you, after watching two episodes, that if he were to take all six episodes of Secret Invasion, he could cut this into one good movie. And yeah. we are, that is like one fifty-six, one hour, 56 minutes. If I see anything less than two hours before I watch a movie, I'm fucking stoked. I'm fucking, I'm so there. Hike. So one one hour and 56 minute movie because I swear to God, I'm like, I'm charging my phone on the other side of the room and one eye is just twitching looking at it like, oh man, mm-hmm. I bet I could be playing the fattest fucking Sudoku game right now on my phone <laughs> instead of watching this. But if I go and pick it up, then shit will happen and I'll miss it and I'm disappointed so far. Ryan, I put my phone down and I was like, I'm not even going to take notes. I'm just going to I'm just going to watch this and like take mental notes. I couldn't even mentally take notes. It was just so slow. There was just like not a lot going on. We have Superman and Lois, which is doing so much where it almost could be like too much, but they are like balance it perfectly. And then they have this show, which is doing so fucking little. It's like it's killing my brain cells. Yeah, like. You can zone out, and we all have, I'm pretty sure, like yes. 20 minutes of this and not miss a fucking thing. I there was a whole speech by Nick Fury that... Just couldn't tell you. Couldn't I tell actually, you what it was. Almost everything Nick Fury says, you could probably... All right. that That's SLJ you're talking about. Let's settle down here a little bit. <laughs> okay. My king one po- did come said- out looking fucking like a king. So. The drip after being um, shoved into a van and kidnapped. Yes. The drip that they were, he provided him. Fucking good. Uh, that was the best part. I was like, fuck, look at him come out here with these glasses, too. <laughs> he had a hat, a little three-piece ensemble. He doesn't was- have that eye patch no more. He got glasses and a nice suit and a hat. There is something in this episode that I will say is some of the greatest screenwriting I have ever <laughs> witnessed before, which is... Um, Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn. I'm not going to pretend to remember his scroll name. Is it no. Talos? Uh, it is something like that. Are we uh, dealing with a ta- Uncle Tal and a Talos on two different shows? <laughs> Unbelievable. So. Uh, he screamed it so many times. Oh, Talos. Same. Yeah, it is Talos. They're, Talos. On a tra- they're on a train, and Nick Fury tells this 17-minute story about <laughs> how his mother used to like to play games. And one of those games is, uh, it's something like, tell me something uh, I don't know. Yeah, tell me something I don't know. And then he's like, do you want to play? And Talos is like, I fucking guess, man, after all that buildup. Like, what, cho- <laughs> what choice do I have? Literally 17 minutes to build that up. And then Nick Fury is like, tell me something I don't know. And that's just like, instead of having more of a previously on, they said, tell me some more exposition about the scroll planet that I don't know. Really? Yeah. We have to involve your mother in the game she made up in order to like get more information out? Yeah. Like, literally, it could have been done in two sentences. Just, I used to play this game. It was called, tell me something I don't know. Not tell me something I don't know about this situation, motherfucker. Like, that's it. That's all we needed. Don't want a motherfucker in there, too. It really hits hard. It's good. <sighs> instead, well, He's good at that. Instead, we got all that. And it's so, it's a bummer because, like, we have those moments. And that's, like, when people tell me, Ryan, this is going to be insulting. When people tell me to watch Succession, um, that beginning half is what I envision and why I can't get into it is all because it just seems like that nonsense. Like when people say the screen cap of like Succession was the wildest thing happened on it and it's just two people sitting around a computer. <laughs> like <laughs> that's like that's how this show is. And uh, Cassie, I- you've never been more wrong and less wrong at Cassie, the exact same time. We agree on a lot of TV shows, but Secession is a little bit better than that. I'm not saying it's the best show ever, but it's better than fucking that 17-minute drag I, out. Oh, Yeah, I know it's got to be better than that, but that's how I imagine it being. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it, mm-hmm. like, when you guys say, like, I just picture it being the same type of shit. But then we get such good action scenes. Like, every time there's action, it's like, rad choreography it's going hard as hell and then like it's over and then we're back to nonsense in I secret like invasion you're talking about in secret invasion 
Okay, so like, are we talking Not about succession. the? Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, what the fuck happened in Succession? Did I miss? Uh, uh, they control all delete that one thing <laughs> when they stole we... Daddy's money <laughs> using a computer <laughs> and just guns. John wicked Daddy's money out of the bank. Uh, are we talking about the meat locker scene? Meat locker scene. Okay, so it was good, but at that point, like, my eyes have already glazed over. You know, same Ryan, same. Nothing could save me from being glazed. <laughs> The real victim in this entire show was me, the viewer. <laughs> um, earlier, we had talked about uh, Lex Luthor tor- literally torching, cha- chaining up and uh, torturing and torching Bizarro. I thought that that episode showed more about the issues with torture and why it's bad than this one did, where Olivia Coleman comes in, does her Olivia Coleman thing of like, well, hello, I'm a old British lady, <laughs> ain't I? Isn't it? And torture someone, and it's all a joke. And like, I, I hate to start doing my like fuck Bush liberal flag waving bullshit, but like, I don't like this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching this stuff. I don't. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a good way to get information. And also, I think that anybody, I I, I get real nervous. When uh, about the people who like Marvel properties for the wrong reasons, yeah. where I'm like Captain America is awesome because he went against the government, and some people are like Captain America is awesome because he voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I think this is bad. Like it's played off as a joke. I think this is bad, and then I don't know Don Cheadle's character. I don't like him, and I'm so confused about what happened to this character. Because, yeah, he he seems so off and so different than what we've seen in the past. And just how he's just a politician now. I'm like, what well, really th- happened these past five years? I think the best way to think about Rhodey is to think about uh, Tony Civil War in, in the Civil War era. <laughs> the, the Marvel Civil War era, not the American <laughs> yeah, yeah, Civil yeah, War era. The other one. <laughs> uh, I've just like, I, I see the big picture so much, so hard that I've stopped thinking about anything else. Mm-hmm. And so Rhodey's thinking about the big picture so fucking hard and is in a lot of ways the our last remaining Stark, right? Like he's got the outfit, he's got the uh mm-hmm. the brains, he's got like the I'm gonna protect America. And sometimes like when you wanna protect so hard, freedoms go away. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where he's at right now. If they make Rhodey the villain of this, that's super interesting. Yeah. I just don't know if they will, but they did make it like the only thing that makes me think there's a slight potential for that is the scene where he does, you know, he gets Nick Fury to sit him down and essentially fire him. But he does it so fucking savagely. So yeah. And so mob boss style of mm-hmm. like, welcome to my diner, come sit at my table. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking is... full on mafia. Yeah. Unfortunately, you are dealing with the spryest 79 year old of all time. And he <laughs> <laughs> makes that, <laughs> makes that, uh, you know, lackey suffer. Uh, are you guys worried? Uh, like, is it your concern that like they're trying to get Rhodey to win, and Rhodey's playing by Don Cheadle, and you guys know that Cheadle's never prosper? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys can object at any point, and I will overrule it. But you can't object. Sustained. <laughs> I'm just too nervous at this point, Ryan. I still can't process which one's the good or the Seriously, bad. Seriously, that's why I just stick with sustained. That's the only word I can remember, so I just stick with that one. I have a I have a website you can go to to understand <laughs> the difference. <laughs> I need examples, Ryan. I can't I can't do without examples. Um, after this episode, and it's another one that dragged for us. I just got to take a poll. Is anybody giving it a shot to see if they've done enough exposition and the next one's good or? Are we too burnt by this? How's everyone feeling with it? Cassie, I've seen every episode of Runaways. I've seen every episode of Moon Knight. Like, I'm going to watch the MCU until I stop. And so I'm going to keep going. He's a brave one. Caitlin? I don't want to, but I will. Mm, I feel you. I like don't. I like it's so hard to watch. It's like a it's actively a bad time watching this. It's not fun. And I like. We get enough politics in real life. We get enough war. We get enough all this kind of stuff in real life. And it's like, I don't need to go into my fantasy fun little world and have it all shoved in my face again. Mm. It's like, ah, it's just dragging. That's like, I think another thing on top of it, it drags out. And it's like, this topic is not something I like. I would like someone in a, in a cape to come down and save me, please. But so they also- said, don't call them because we don't want them impersonating them. 
Also, follow Boom. up from last week. We specifically told them to change their AI created credits, and they did not change their yeah. AI. They doubled down on that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doubled down. They played it twice in this they episode. They said, you, even if you hit the skip intro button, they said, nah, bitch, watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to moments of the week, though. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, I have a couple. Um, after uh, Samuel Nick Fury was uh, not super stoked about Talos' answer, he said, you know what? This is your stop now. And just yeah. made him get off the train. <laughs> like like now, a good friend of his. <laughs> now, now you're stuck here. I want to do that from now on. Anytime like we're driving around, even if you're the one that's driving, I'm going to say, like, <laughs> stop, you guys get out of the car. You know what? Actually, this is your stop. Pull over. Uh, moment of the week number two is at one point Samuel L. Jackson says, we're being invaded and we can't tell who they are. Mm-hmm. That's the entire plot of the entire show. Like, yeah. I love Summed that up. summation. <laughs> Summed it up real briefly. If you can't afford the hour to watch the show, watch that one. No, listen to me do that line reading, and then it's good. <laughs> and then one more thing, Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore is That's the Fox News correspondent, yes. and that is perfect. Ryan, uh, oh. we were trying to remember his name. Please help us out if you know it. Do you know his real name? Christopher. It's not Christopher McQuarrie, who is the director of the Mission Impossible movies. Christopher McDonald? Mm. Okay, Mr. Okay. Ronald McDonald himself, Shooter McGov- McGavin. Yeah, yeah, that's that's better. Uh, Caitlin, what's your moment of the week? Uh, my moment is anytime that Samuel L. Jackson. Well, first of all, when he came in his drip, like on the when he came up on that fucking train, I'm literally like, this show sucks, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, he walks in with just new suit, new outfit, new Samuel L. Jackson. I was like, I'm here, I'm riding this train. This is fucking cool kid coming out of the bathroom. Love him. Um, so that part was cool. And then anytime Samuel L. Jackson said Talos, 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 like where he like put the emphasis on Talos mm-hmm. every single time it made me very excited. Yeah. I truly think that they're giving Samuel L. Jackson too many words to say. <laughs> and the like, and it's like, like his 17 minute speech, they cut that down. It'd be so fucking, he'd hit it so hard mm-hmm. and it would hit my heart so hard. Mm-hmm. But the writers are like, now we want to put extra words in this guy's. Put him to work. It's like, no, put him in a good suit and make him yell Talos a bunch of times. I gotta love that. <laughs> I'm letting our audience know right now that Caitlin's impression of Samuel L. Jackson is fine and not problematic, but if me and Cassie do it, it would be dangerous. So that that's when emails would come in. But yeah. Caitlin, I, I, Caitlin's, I think, is working. It's working. Um, my moment of the week is when um, he finds out that his, his best friend, his homie from day one, um, essentially fires him and... Um, they do this cut scene where they have to have him go sit out on a bench. Mm-hmm. And the way he walks up to it is like an old man having a heart attack. Um, he throws off his hat on the bench. And it's just this very weird uh, life alert commercial thrown in the middle. <laughs> and it was beautiful and perfect in every way. And I loved it. Uh, Secret Invasion is Wednesdays on Disney+. Plus. That is it for the poll list. And I know earlier... I said we'd be talking about some X-Taz and we were going to try to figure out what the best moment of the entirety of X-Taz is, but we've run out of time because we need to give that a spotlight and a fair time. So we're going to dig into that next week. And that is going to be it for this episode, my friends. Um, My co-host, Caitlin and Ryan. You've done so great this episode. What a great trial we've had here. Um, But it is, the trial is over. You guys can go home. You're guilty or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, But all I know is I do need you out of here. And Ryan, I'll, I'll let you have one more word on the mic, and then I'm going to kick you off. Um, choose your one Watermelon. word. Watermelon. Excellent mm. word. And that's a, that's a wrap on Ryan. Um, for the guests to help me out, I do have um, Little Bread Boy here. And Little Bread Boy is going to tell me about some other shows on the network. Um, Little Bread Boy? Well, hello there. <laughs> Hi, Bread Boy. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little a boy made of bread. My arm is bread, my leg is bread, my other leg is bread, and my other arm is bread. What about that stomach? My tummy is made of fucking carbs, because I can't stop eating them. They're so delicious. I feel you there. You know what, bread boy? You're bringing a fun vibe. I like you already. And I like you, too. Hello there. Hello there. You ever Um, eaten bread, if you know what I mean? Now I'm worried that I don't know what you mean, but I have eaten bread. Um, Oh, hello, have you? We don't like it. Those are my bread guns. Did they? Um, I'm a little fun. bread cowboy. Did <laughs> Did you know that? I actually didn't know the cowboy part because you know I figured you would have like a little cowboy hat, maybe made of bread, but I don't happen to see that. So, well, hold on. Let me grab a piece of bread. 
Yeah. God, it's so disturbing to watch bread eat bread. Honestly. That, that got a little hot. That's good. That is fun, though. Um, can you kind of switch up, like, who you are each day? Like, today you're cowboy. Are you always cowboy, or is cowboy just today? If I don't switch it up every day, all of a sudden I'm a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Fred Boy, you're fun. Um, do you happen to listen to any other shows on this network? Of course I do. On this, no, no, this network, no. This network's for the birds. Just like I am when an old man feeds me to the docks. I want to be mad, but the setup was so good for that one. And honestly, we we deserved it. But um, if we, you know, we can take, if we could step outside from the bit and the jokes here. Um, um, if you could Brad Boy does a joke. Brad Boy only gets serious. So when you do a bit, I do a serious bit. Go ahead, start a start a bit. Um, do you listen to podcasts? No, but I don't. But you don't? No, but I I was born with a condition called no but, and so it's hard for me to improv because <laughs> instead of trying to yes and I no but. Uh, no, but like if I am going to listen to shows, I listen to the movie of the year. Uh, I heard that right now they're anointing their um, favorite movie of what year were they doing? Was it uh, 2002? 2002. <laughs> That's a movie with a Lord of the Rings in it. I love a Lord of the Rings movie. Don't we all? Not a Hobbit movie. I don't care about Smaug. Get that out of here. But a Lord of the Rings movie I really like. Not stale. Certified fresh? <laughs> Not stale. <laughs> Got him. Got him. No, I don't uh. think th- I don't think the Lord of the Rings movies are crusty at all. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, Bread Boy, thank you so much for your help. Um, I gotta say, is this the best uh like uh, reaction to any character that's ever been on your show? Like I feel I- like that this is like not negative at all. No, honestly, I think you're a big hit. Um, you're re- you got returning uh, potential. Absolutely, I would love to bring little Bread Boy back on here. And actually, um, I'm you know what? I love Bread Boy so much. Um, do you happen to know about websites too? Of course, I know about websites. Do uh, anyone's off the top? Do you have of a follow up question? Yeah, yeah, and I'm working on it. Thank you so much. Um, Do you happen to have, like, any ones off the top of your head that you like to go to? Um, Maybe perhaps any that are related to PopFilter. Oh, PopFilter.co is my number one website related to PopFilter. I have to say, it ranks number one. (laughs) Also, uh, uh, patreon.com slash your PopFilter. Pick a tier, rate a tier, eat a tier. Eat a tier. Shed a tier. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. It's all good there. Um, we also got an Amazon. Who knows what that one is, though? So figure Go, it uh, out. Popfilter.com slash Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Little Brett Boy knows who that one is. Shout out to Little Brett Boy. Um, but don't... Brett Boy, this was great. Um, again, great return, returning potential for you. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your bread puns and um, being a little cowboy. It's all been fun. Uh, 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 if you need to find me again, just follow the breadcrumbs. And please, while I walk away, don't look at my buns. <laughs> Caitlin, did you look at his buns? I did. God damn it, Caitlin. Sorry. Um, Caitlin, while I got you on mic, can yep. you also do, um, what else do we got? Social? Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to fucking go on social media? I won't go on there, bro. You should, Cassie. I just don't know how. I don't know where to go. Well, I don't know what to look up. The only social media that you should go to is Instagram. Okay. Because all the rest of them suck. And I think we can all agree on that. True that. Heard that. If you hey, guys. Yeah, Ryan okay. here. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt, mm-hmm. but Caitlin's just on stage. Yeah. yeah. Ka- Caitlin just like, she was like, you know what? You gave me co-host and I'm just not going to leave. Yeah. <sighs> Objection over. Some of us didn't have to leave. <laughs> so. Um, sorry. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Are you requesting that I kick Caitlin out? No, no, no. I'm sure if Caitlin wants to stay on mic, then she deserves to stay on mic. No. You know what? Fuck it. Let's bring in Caitlin. I'm so sorry. Ryan Ryan has said you got to go. Okay. Okay. I'm leaving. I would like to bring in juror number seven um, to tell me about social media. Juror number seven. Um, the mic is yours. Can I describe juror number seven though before? <laughs> Can I describe? Go ahead, go ahead Ryan. Okay. Uh, juror number seven is crazily, even though we're indoors, wearing a giant yellow rain jacket and a yellow rain hat and is holding a hook 
and is constantly scratching his beard with one hand and his crotch with another. That, <laughs> all right, juror number seven, go ahead. Hi there. Um, I have brought my monkey here with me. Um, okay. His name is George. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I just, I'm so glad that you invited me up uh, and George up. Yeah, honestly, I was surprised you did make the juror team. Um, I didn't know you could have a monkey in the courtroom, but here we are. He's just curious about everything, so. Yeah, he seems like it. So, like, he really wanted to be part of this with me. Is he all? Is he a different juror? Is he juror number eight? No, yeah, he, did he get his own number? He's a monkey, guys. Um, <laughs> Monkeys are basically humans. Like, he can he can weigh in on morality and, like, if this person should die or not. I mean, he definitely will, but I would not trust him with my life. He definitely throws poop at everything. Mm. Um, instead of getting the guy sentenced to jail time, what if we just sentence him to poop time? I think that would be a fair sentence, and I can get George on board with that one for sure. Perfect. Um, well, I'm also picking your brain here. Uh, you happen to know anything about social media and a, a social that I should go to? I heard uh, something about a social and someone was talking about it. Um, but as I am a juror, um, I don't have any opinions about anything um, mm-hmm. because that's how I, I got on this stand. Um, but if I were to withhold information, uh, I do like to go on Instagram. And my favorite place to go is your pop filter. That was some real passion that I wasn't ready for on your pop filter there. Don't tell the judge. I, it's our little secret. George, overruled, you don't tell him either. Overruled. <gasps> don't tell him, George. Got him. Um, well, that's it for plugs. No, next week, you guys, I got to tell you what's going on next week because we got a big episode. We are going to be doing things. Big things, even. We're, we're going to do that bracket. Yeah, we're finally going to say goodbye to X-Men the Animated Series. And we're going to do that with a bracket to figure out what the single greatest moment was. So be sure to catch that next week. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am me. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye.